You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Two long weeks, but we're back. And we have a, would it be a full house or is just everyone's back? No, yeah, it's a normal, it's a normal two week Friday. So yeah, you're here, we're here. All of us, Matt and Jessica and myself. So Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison and Jessica. And yeah, we're back. We survived the elections. Yeah. We're not dead. Um, The world has not imploded. So that's good. That's legal. Ha <laughs> ha. Right? Actually, all three of the proposals passed, which all, yeah. is fucking awesome. So great. And they all passed like with flying colors, too. It was like they weren't really that close, which was nice to see. Well, Florida is still confused about some things. Well, Florida stays confused. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're, they're destined they to just, always be. They just threw out all the recounts. The least like child. I'm not sure mm. if you heard about that, but they just threw out all the recounts. Because uh, oh for hell seriously because they were two minutes late putting them in some imaginary deadline that they gave because there's no deadline in the actual bylaws but they came up with a deadline because that's what the Republicans do they were in charge down there right now and since they were two minutes late of getting that recount in they're not <laughs> yeah. counting any of them they're sticking with the original vote look I'll be the, you know anybody who knows me knows I'm the last to believe in conspiracy theories but shit how many red flags do you have to get yep. it. In order to start going seriously. Now, it's kind of like I'm in a relationship with um, a sociopath Mm. who, like, manipulates you and gaslights Mm -hmm. you and makes you think that the reality that you see isn't actually reality when it is. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. So I'm thinking to myself, seriously, seriously, I have fallen for it. So if that's what your plan, then you got me. And I'm moderately intelligent. I mean, I'm not, you know... They still PhD. have uh, a manual count that's coming up because the uh, the ones that they're not counting is for the gubernatorial race because that wasn't – when it gets within 50,000 votes, they do an automatic machine right. recount and that's what they did. They didn't get it done in time even though back when this happened back in 2000 with the Al Gore and President Bush shit, I think it was back in 2000. Maybe it was – that was later than that. Anyway. Yeah, that's all the fog the, to me. <laughs> this happened once before, and they were given eight days to count those votes by machine. This time around, they were given from Saturday to Thursday. So they didn't even get eight days. So you got five. But they were still able to get it done, except for two, two minutes. minutes late. So you cut the deadline three whole days, 72 hours. But the Senate race that the Republicans won originally, so they say <sighs> – um, is actually even closer. That's under. That's within fifteen thousand votes. Oh wow! And so, with that being that close, they actually have to do a manual recount, not by machine. And that one will actually happen. I'm not sure when they're going to start that recount, but that one's still going. On. And what do you so, think will happen between now and then? I mean, something. You know, I'm not a fortune teller, right? But but you know, this was you know, we all saw this coming. So I'm going to change the subject real yeah, quick before before we start throwing jumping things, in that. <laughs> right? It's, this should not become a WWE. Well, of course, we all mostly agree. So we'd be standing at the door inviting naysayers. Uh, anyway, my child came to me today and said <laughs> the moon landing wasn't real. <laughs> and I kind of shot her down. And she got mad. And she's like, you don't even want to hear her. And I'm like, oh, no, okay, I'm sorry. You tell me why. 
She's like, well, in the visors, you can see the lights. I'm like, from the camera that was filming him? <laughs> or she's like, no, no, no. So I don't, maybe we'll get a reference photo of the visor <laughs> during the moon landing. And she's like, and there's wind. There's like not supposed to be wind. I'm like, no, the flag isn't being held up by wind. It's being held up by, well, the lack of air. And no gravity. Which causes so it's, the gravitational, yeah. <laughs> right, confusion. And she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> she, she was out of there. So I was like, don't come to me 20 years from now with an anti-vax story that you're going to do with your kids or whatever. And she was like, that has nothing to do with that. And then she was mad at me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 I, I thoroughly um, congratulate my children for thinking for themselves yeah, and not being afraid to go against the grain and you know we'll we'll figure it out common sense wise that comes you know we get we get wiser in that department as we get we older you'd like to think so yes so well i did so so shall my... i argue with myself all the time so i'm not well i mean i, well, I just kind of did the same thing by going seriously am i seeing yeah actual reality and then half of me is going no, because it can't be. It can't be. And then you're like, but. What's funny <laughs> is that this is what's funny about the whole. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on the and then the election stuff because. But if you all the Florida's proposals that were considered very progressive proposals, like uh, letting all the con, all the convicted felons, the 1.4 million convicted felons there in Florida, are now able to vote. They struck that rule out of the out of their constitution that said that if you're a convicted felon, you can never vote for the rest of your life, and they got rid of it. Um, I think there, they had a couple other very progressive proposals, and and those all passed with flying colors. But yet they all voted Republican, which was really odd because most Republicans were trying to put the stifle on. We don't want these felons voting, right? Um, well, yeah, because they're all, you know, they're victims of circumstance, or at least for the most part, you get a lot of people that say, yeah, you know, I was screwed. And for and a lot of them are, are very true. But it just goes to the point of because you'll even hear a lot of progressives talk about uh, Medicare for all and how 60 to 70 percent of all Americans are actually for Medicaid for all, um, which is means both Democrats and Republicans are kind of for this thing. Um so yeah, it's funny call how me a socialist one more so time. So it's funny how a lot of the majority of America are for progressive ideas, but yet they still vote their party lines, which is really weird. They vote against their ideas. But when you see these proposals pop up, you can see unanimously they're they're passing a lot of these progressive proposals. Yeah. Like weird. here in Michigan, they're yeah. getting rid of the gerrymandering. Even though that should not be a partisan issue, because if whoever's in power has the power of gerrymandering, so even the Democrats, but Still, they look at it as a partisan issue because it was the conservatives that were railing against that proposal too, like crazy. Agreed. Um, but it's still. Did passed. you see Those the commercials for that? I think I talked yeah, about I this last time. They were like, funny. they were so vague and like, and then when it's broken, nobody will be able to fix it. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they're talking about unlimited money. Can you unlimited define money. What, yeah. what, what are you spending money on? <laughs> right. Give me something. Give oh, me some substance. Yeah, that's that's we're we're changing imaginary lines, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like. And there'll be nobody to fix it. <laughs> You're supposed to go, oh no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we, we, we did live and yeah, weed is legal. And I don't know when it's going to be legal, legal. Like, 
I was, we were just January talking about 1st, that. 1st, December 1st. We were just Anybody? talking about that before I, the show, that it's going to take them a, probably a couple of years before they actually get licenses out for people to start selling the shit oh, and so on and so forth. Agreed that the, that the um, stores, but oh, yeah. well, personal, personal carry and personal Is growth. That, that's going to most likely be January? starting in January. Yeah. Um, yes. How? But I also heard, though, that someone else, another source I found was saying that it's going to happen 10 days after um, all the counting is done. Now, for all those people out there who think that the voting is done after voting day and all the counts are done after voting day, you're wrong. Um, we have up until November 16th, which is today. That it all is the, today. But that all the overseas ballots can come in. So all the soldiers – Anybody who's living overseas right now who is still an American citizen who can still vote, all those ballots have until this day I want to be get that in. kind of person. I, I want to be able to vote, but I don't want to live here. <laughs> I wanna, That's awesome. Like, I want to go yeah. where if I get like a terminal cancer, they're going to help me all the way to the end. Like, yeah. right. They're not going to go, oh, you've reached your limit now. You're just going to die. But then they have up until I think even a few more weeks after that to actually have everything counted. So normally votes aren't totally all counted until almost mid-December. So you hear all this hoopla about all these people blowing a spaz that they're still counting in Florida and all that well, they're still counting everywhere. They're still counting here in Michigan. They're still counting everywhere. They have up until almost mid-December to get the total votes in. Because, and that's why you don't see these people starting to the beginning of January. So there you go. That's the, that's the efficient government of the United States. But that's just how it's always been. But this Whatever. Line, the line doesn't get shown <laughs> on it until these races are that close. Yeah, right. Um, so. Well, yeah, because the other recounts, don't you have to like pay for them? It's only it's like once it gets to that certain number, like fifty thousand or whatever. You yeah, said, if it, yeah, if it never gets to that number, and you still want to do a recount, then you, you have you to pay, pay for it. it. That's what Jill Stein, that's what Jill Stein was doing back in twenty sixteen. Back when there was hope. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. And know. And then she was stopped. You know, they, she had the money, but they stopped her. And everybody was saying, "It's our tax dollars." It's like, it's not your tax dollars. She was getting donations. You dumbass. But you know, whatever. yeah, that's. Um, so anyway, what yeah, do you so got? we ha so we're looking at that was me. I totally apologize for that. Um, no, sorry, the statics there. But no, I think there, from what I'm hearing, we should hear something more towards December or the mid December of what exactly we're able to do with um, the new marijuana law and everything else that's going on. They're just regulating it. Like alcohol, I mean, it doesn't so. really matter to me much because of my job. So there's not much I can do about it. Well, that's something else. Or with up. it or whatever until, you know, until it changes in my backyard, literally. I'm so. kind of curious on how it's going to be handled because I know certain people, I was watching uh, a video of a, of a woman who uh, goes to, who's got a, kind of, a chronic pain disease. Right. It's called TN. I don't know the real technical and medical term, but it's like a really excruciating pain in the face. There's a nerve in the brain. Um, and she would take opioids and they wouldn't always work. And she started feeling a lot more relief when she started smoking marijuana. Um, and she lives out in California, so lucky for her, she's okay. And her job doesn't do random drug tests because she's she works for a video company and she's yeah, on, they on, know she's better. on the air all the time. <laughs> But she she was just saying though she goes I can't imagine anybody in the arts you know what better be don't like test your people if she needs this to function and if she had a job that would do random drug tests right because is it then she no. lose her job even though she needs this to function she's like even if she's only taking the CBD which has none of the hallucinatory effects mm -hmm. to it but still shows up as pot and on the charts or you know on your tests she'd get fired. 
And so it just makes me wonder for all those people out there, and I'm sure this is something they run into even today. I mean, they're still running into it, but now that it's legalized, how is that? How they're going to start defining that? I don't know. I mean, well, I think it should be the same as any other, you know, mental health drug that is out there. You don't get fired if you're prescribed Xanax. You know, you're not or prescribed just antidepressants or, in general. Exactly. Or people take antipsychotics so that mm-hmm. they can't work, so that they can have a real life. Right. Like that's some crazy it's not stuff. Like Zan, it's, not, it's not like Xanax doesn't alter you. However, now, <laughs> now oh, oh my God, it definitely does. It's terrible for you. I see the other side of this because because it's me and my job, and yep. you know, in the last couple of weeks, I've had I've had to think about this a lot. Like exactly where do I stand on this? And and it came down to it doesn't matter whether I can or can't. Um, what matters is that we don't fill our jails. With petty weed crimes, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. don't have those dime bag sellers out there selling dime bags. I mean, you know, and then we're generating so much money that if appropriated properly could help schools, could help all those socialist issues that you don't think tax dollars should go toward. So keep that for the drug that you didn't want legalized and have them pay those bills that you don't want to pay. So let's keep you right. And I, and I think there's another, but you know, at the same time, even if they, cause they don't, without, without kind of like complicating my job, um, um, there are, when you, when you apply for this job, there are random drug tests. Yep. Um, well, you're working with kids. It makes sense. And, 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 well, and that's my point because especially me in alternative education, I can't go in there reeking of weed when these kids have these charges and parole officers for getting caught with a bunch of weed. Like, right. You but know, that's, that's something I mean, that's of course, going that's, away, though. that's a few. Well, hopefully so. But the then other... can these kids go back to their lives? Can the people who get out of jail just kind of go back to their lives? And right. So from my point of view, it's a little sticky. It is. And I would totally agree with a parent who says, I don't want you on a drug. Right. So it'll take the, a generation or problem, two before they consider it like definitely. tobacco well, or alcohol. Because or the problem we're running into is the stigma. Correct. Because the pharmaceutical companies and anybody else who doesn't want this to be out there is, has been spending decades telling us how bad it is. Jeff Sessions telling us it's as bad as heroin. So that's stuck the in people's heads. The gateway drug. The gateway right. drug. So that's stuck argument. in people's heads. And it still is. And it's going to take a couple generations, you're right, for people to get that, for that stigma to go. Look at the stigma and of just, tattoos. Well, I mean, yeah, but, well, and some people still have that. Some people well, are still racist. We think that if we it outlive is. the generations that are really causing the problems, racism, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. we think that we'll get, but it may always be that. It may. You'll always have those, but I, I think we're, we're going to grow out of it. There's a lot of millennials coming up that are just like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. And so a lot of the old farts are going to die with those feelings or those beliefs. I'd I, like to think, I think so. I'd like, I'd like to think, you know, baby, I can't, I can't dog the baby boomer generation because those are my parents. But, I'll um, dog them. but parents, I'm telling you what, are, there's somebody on, on the top end of that. I can't, my like parents are on the year. bottom end of that. <laughs> they were kind of younger for that. They were at the end. But, uh, yeah, wow. Those super hard line opinions and. Yeah. It's just that generation. The way they view you know, Christianity, some of them. I don't. I don't mean to bash the whole entire because that would be wrong. But the arguments I've been coming up against, I'd like to think will die over time. Yeah, it was funny. I was talking to a coworker of mine, and she was asking me. She's like, "Man, what would you?" She was, 
what do you think would be the argument? Maybe this would be a good podcast sometime. What would you think would be the argument if there was no such thing as race? If everybody will say is white or everybody is black or whatever. We all turn gray. What What would the argument be? And I'm like, well, probably religion. I mean, because that's what everybody's, you know, that's, that's the next big one, right? Um, well, it, could, it could be something as but, simple as height. Those taller right. people I go, earn probably, more power. You'll see a bigger divide between They have better genes. Um, there you go. There you go. Taller people are genetically superior. Yeah. Well, just like, you know, like Adolf Hitler was saying. Now I can fit through a hole in a fence you know? better than a tall person can. So I don't know. There's benefit to that, especially if you're but it's just something to think about, being chased you know? with leaves in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Which which brings me, I, I, was, I, saw, I read an article um, about the fastest growing religion in the U.S. today. Do you have any idea what the fastest growing religion in the U.S. is? I don't. I'm going to make you guys answer this. All right, one. all right, all right. Let me think. Fastest growing religion. Jessica. Jessica. Uh, Jessica. Fastest growing religion. Fastest growing religion in the U.S. Today. Atheism. That's my guess. Uh, well, Buddhism. Like, okay, that's my two Satanism. guesses. I can't do an evil voice. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get sick and get that raspy voice. Yeah, I, I was going to really now. try it, but it, I seem to be popping up octaves, not you, down. You do, you do. <laughs> so I don't think That's it's okay, helpful. <laughs> That's funny. The fastest growing religion in the U.S. today is no religion. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So you want it with atheism. Well, sort of, because, sort of, because yeah. atheists atheism? don't believe in God. But oh. it's becoming, no religion just believes in no religion. Still the God, just none of these stupid yep. books that you guys... I thought that's guys, what atheism was. Atheism is what? Opposed to God? The opposite of God? They no hate God. God? There's no God. There's there is no, no God. When you're dead, you're dead. It's so just, that's atheism in a nutshell. So what is no religion? No religion is that there's no... Or, or say better, so, better would be no organized I'm religion. I'm confused. There's just like... So that's why. You can be spiritual. Nasty. You believe in spiritual things. Yeah, but like you, don't, you believe oh. in God, but not... You don't Catholicism or yeah, you Baptist. Don't, you or, don't see yourself. Right. You wouldn't have right, those. Right. It doesn't have to be like uh, uh, just if I'm a good person and I talk about God and I share that with other people, I'll go to heaven, and if not, I'll go to hell. And, oh, I guess that's what I am then. <laughs> but yeah, but no churches. No, yeah, you're just you believe well, in Vegas nights. You don't usually, really... I'll go to church if I'm like I don't know if I'm in like dire need of some sort of comfort. Like I'll just go fall at the altar, you know. But besides that, that's I, been like eight know, years. I really like to have that as an alternative. I just can't. And I, I, I try because it would be it would be yeah. very helpful, especially me with clinical depression. That you know you use that to get out of bed. Unfortunately, I'm I'm I too far gone. It's, the, the yeah. no religion, and I got to find other reasons to get out of bed. The other True. aspect, the other aspect of no religion, I think, too, is you don't have people out there preaching it. You know? Yeah, that's right nice. Because right right. they'll still tell you you're doing it wrong. Yeah, with different religions, even if it's the Buddhists and Muslims or you know, oh my god, Hindus, even if it's the they're all insane. still trying to push their religion on people in some oh, ways. Yeah. Well, the best part of that argument, the no religion religion, um, is the money money right you're not helping build some mega church right by giving your donations right tithes are supposed to go to the poor mm -hmm. tithes you, are imagine? supposed to go to the community who needs it not uh electronic billboards not you know the 700 club and all of hell oh, shit you know Couldn't so agree more i really like that idea because that's the part that 
the 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 initial start of my journey through religion, um, Catholic school, Baptist church, Pentecostal later on. So three religions, vastly different, all of them factors of serious disappointment, like being let down, like the Pentecostal pastor had a very, very, very common, common. The things that the Catholic school made me do, even though they knew I wasn't Catholic, they knew I was baptized Baptist. So they were trying to pull me in, in a non-Christian like way. And then the Baptist church and kind of all that kind of stuff that the rules and the things you were. And it was just, it seemed to be, I was constantly let down. So that's the, and that's the first part it was, funny, know, was the, the, the fact that comes, they wanted all this money yeah, from me. That's the biggest thing. And didn't really do anything for me. No, they don't. They'll, they'll give you these empty, empty promises. We'll pray for you. What, what does that really mean? Um, but to them, oh, I know when what it I means. say it, I actually pray for people. Yeah, but what does it do? I mean, Richard Dawkins. Would, well, the people who do it, right? The people who do it consider that it does help. Maybe it eases tragedy just a little. Maybe you know, because we always say, or at least if we're relatively smart, we always say, you know what? I'm I'm thankful for. What I have it. Could be worse. So maybe without the prayers, Prayer, it would be worse. How do you? How I mean. We, maybe, maybe not. I don't right. know. Nobody, nobody really knows. That's nobody the thing. Knows. Everybody says that they know either there is God or there isn't a God, but nobody really knows. Like me, I hope that there is. If not, I'm just sitting there talking to my fucking self. And like, that, but that's the often. best part of no religion is that you can now you can now adapt and hold hands with all those people who believe like you without doing no, we're Catholic, we do this. No, we're Baptist, we do this. Yeah, that's that now that you kind can reunite everybody if who you believe in God. God then and everybody can just believe in God together yeah. and hold hands and kumbaya. And, and go, I think that's what you do for your community. Or you not know, believe Go in God. do, do. Or not. I don't right. know. Good things for charity I, and, and not and, expect you know, a in reward. The, in the perfect world, but the next you would person, see people holding hands that believe in God, who don't believe in God, who believe in Buddha, who don't believe in Buddha, who believe in Satan and so on just and so forth. Let's believe in don't all, be a dick. And they're all in the same circle. They're all doing their thing and they're all loving each other. That is in the perfect world. Prayer, in my opinion, works best when it's used as just another form of meditation. Oh, trying to clean out the closet in your when, own head? Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're using prayer as opposed to when I, cause the, it, the disconnect in my opinion is when you're trying to pray to some mythical being who's going to come down and help in some physical way. That's where the muddy, that's when the waters get. Well, muddy. sometimes it's in an emotional way. Like help me cope. It is. Like well, help that, me understand that, what's going on. Okay. But that is more of a meditational thing. It's a comfort thing. Well, agreed. Believing agreed. for me, anyway. And so, right. And again, Sorting out your thoughts some and that people, kind of thing. Some people yeah. sit back and say nothing in meditation and, and take that as their quote-unquote God, if you want to throw that word on it. Or you can say you're praying to a God for that personal comfort. But when you're – that to me is all just different forms of meditation. I can see that, yeah. Um, but we're, when we're taking the next step – as with uh, Christians and Catholicism and even almost all the different religions who are praying to a quote-unquote being someplace and asking this being to impart whatever wisdom. To help not the really Mets wisdom, win the World Series? That. <laughs> not not the wisdom part, but actually touch or interfere in society. I'm sorry, I totally gave up on the Tigers. No. You see, that wasn't even my first go-to. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Detroit. they're not really giving you a whole lot of reasons to be right? faithful. <laughs> but that's my point. Oh, I do have one topic. Because... 
I don't. I'm when not, we move on, I'm definitely not in 100 percent agreement with Richard Dawkins. I think the guy is a complete dick a lot of times. But he does say in his book, "Who's that guy?" Yeah, I was going to say, "Who's that guy?" He's like the quintessential atheist. Uh, he hates all oh, religion. Oh, see, even I, I don't yeah, know who my pastor wrote, is. I, for, I'm sorry. I forget the name of his. <laughs> I forget the name of his book. But anyway, in his book, he talks about how praying to God is just like praying to a jug of milk, um, because Christians will tell you that when you pray, you'll get one of three answers from God: yes, no, or maybe. Well, the thing is, that's the three answers you can give to any fucking question. You yeah, ask. he doesn't talk back to me, so so you could get those same <laughs> you get the same answers when you pray to a jug of milk as you would if you pray to some mythical being up in the sky. That was his point, and it's a decent point. Well, but it the thing sense. is, if it if the whole pray to milk thing had been cultivated in humanity for hundreds and hundreds of years, you may very well find that people did that. Yeah. The problem is you can't just introduce a new deity or idol or whatever you want People to call do it. All it. The time. Well, yes, but in that when you're comparing it to something that's oh, yeah, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of that no, the newest but, like religion, they're like, oh, I almost aliens. read I don't know if I ever mentioned, <laughs> but I almost read Dianetics way back in the day before I knew what it was. I'm so glad now I didn't because I'm lazy. I, I don't think well, he's and you think and I Christians to read, are bad shit? Like Scientologists are super bad shit. I know. I wanted to read John Grisham instead. I don't think instead, he. So. I don't think he was using it as this is a new deity. He was just making a point of you're praying to something that doesn't exist. Now you're praying to something else that doesn't exist, and you're getting the same answers from both of them. Well, yes, but like I like. But if you're treating it as the secret, more putting more positive vibes out in the world as opposed to not doing that, you're going to get better results in things. That's I'm how not. I see it. I'm not totally into the secret bullshit either. But I think there's, I am, there's a huge flaw there. I just there is. But I like the idea that. of using that as more of a meditational type thing. I think it's more beneficial that way. It makes more sense to me that way because I can see more benefits coming out of myself and other people. Well, uh, you know yeah. what? As You're opposed think to, as opposed to I'm sending happier. you prayers and, and you see those memes where they sent those empty semi trucks down to Katrina victims that were full of prayers and there was nothing in them. Um, when you just sit back and say, I'm praying for you. Okay. It's kind of a dick move to pay Thank. all that money just to be an asshole. I mean, come on. You could have actually that was just a shit, donated that was the a money. That's a shitty fucking thing to That's do. Just Can we find meme? that guy that never, and like repeatedly kick him in the same spot right? on his shin? Well, I, you guys are funny. Until he cries that never like a happened. Bitch. That was just a, that was just a oh, joke. I'm really gullible. Point. Don't do that to me. <laughs> it was just a joke. <laughs> Everything you say, you say like you've done all this research oh, right. on since we started with the election and all. So you have manipulated us into believing you. But I will say that I, I, am a smart I do person. have, but I do have. Tremendously smart. Living, um, a living that. example <laughs> of your theory. So the alcoholics have this prayer, right? God grant me the serenity yeah. to change the things I can through whatever. The serenity prayer. Right. So I have adapted that. And now when I tell other people, I, it's, it doesn't just belong to alcoholics. I, I really hope that alcoholics and uh, gamblers and, you know, um, drug addicts and, and all those people. I, I hope that really does you good. Cause even if you don't believe in God, it's really good to be able to pr- prioritize the hard parts in life by what can I do something about? What isn't in my power? And I'm just stressing over it for no reason. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the awareness of self to be able to say, okay, what can I control and what can't I? So you can practic you can you can live a practical 
way by that without it actually being, hey, God, do this for me. No, do this for yourself. Figure out what is in your control. Figure out what isn't and then handle it. Sorry, there is something that bothers me um, about Christians when they say, oh, no, 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 just give it to God. Just give it to God. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to sit there and pray. Yeah, but also I don't expect God to do everything for me, including wiping my ass. Like, uh, you know, he made me of sound mind, in my opinion, well, to go thing. and do for myself. And God yeah, could I be looking down at you going, what the hell did you do that for, Why don't you get idiot? off your ass? You think right? I'm not busy? Right? God, get it I together. I gave you the tools to handle this. Now <laughs> why are you I guess doing he would anything? be like me. Get it together. You, there's, there's a joke. Know. There's a joke <laughs> where a guy's standing on the roof of his house in a flood. And the water's rising and rising, and a boat comes by, and he refuses to get on the boat because he keeps saying that God's going to save me. Then a helicopter comes by trying to get him off the roof of his house. He's like, no, 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 God's going to save me. And then finally he drowns and gets to heaven. He's like, dude, God, why didn't you save me? He's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a freaking helicopter. (laughs) What else did you want? Um, And you've now explained Christianity. (laughs) But my thing is, and I think we'd all be off. I think we'd all be better off. But isn't that just taking advantage of opportunities? It, Sorry, I didn't mean to, but well, go ahead. I mean, yeah, but who knows what made that person say, turn that way? You can say God know. sent me a boat, or you can say, "Hey, I have an opportunity to get on this boat." Right? Yeah, that can go either way. So there's that. I think we'd all be better off <laughs> if, if we viewed God as a personal thing and not as a global, as a everybody thing. Um, if you, in your heart of hearts, to believe that there is a God, you want to pray to this God, and praying to this God makes you feel better, and makes and you and all that jazz, and it's not affecting other people outside your life. More power to you. Have fun with that. Also known as don't push your religion on people. It's rude. Right, and that's what I keep trying to tell a lot of my own, of my Christian friends. Of like, this is between you and your God, or my beliefs are between me and my God. It's not between me and you. Whenever has it been between me and you? Never. Right. It was never. Right. right. And so if you treat God as a personal thing, I have no problem with you believing in any God you want to believe in. No problem. But when it starts interfering with other people, that's when you have a problem. That's when I have a problem. But anyway, we don't have to keep talking about God. I did write something else down. Thank God. You guys see that? uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) You guys see that picture floating around on Facebook right now? And then someone, I just saw another one today that someone upgraded it to to all emojis. Of the uh, diversity in the incoming freshmen into the house, mm-hmm. so they had a big picture of all the all the Democrats, of all the new Democrats coming into the house. All you those women, black, brown, white, women, men, Tons young, women. old, just a ton of them, and they're all different religions, all different ethnic backgrounds, you name it. Then you look at the Republican ones; they're all white men except for one. Of female. course. So it's just funny to how diverse. Sorry, but if you got <laughs> rid of all the straight white men, there would be no Republican Party. I just thought at it least was not funny. for long. We, oh we'd no, sprout you'd a new one. my stepsister, my well, sister. Oh, yeah, you would say that, my sister. Seven, However, women out there who are how? Really but yeah. when right. it all changes and you don't have that mob behind you, maybe you start to think about things a little bit. Maybe you go, oh, yeah, you no, know what? They she, totally. Oh yeah. If she didn't have a group of people, because she's not a leader, she's a follower. I love her. She is one of my best friends in the world, and I would kill somebody for her in a hot second and also, you know, hide the body if she did. But, you know, it's, she's also still a follower. <laughs> but they did say there a lot of the uh, 
Nice going, Jessica. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was me. <laughs> um, they did say – I, I, I didn't mean to bring this back onto politics again. I kind of did, but I didn't really totally want to. Totally did. Didn't, want, like didn't want to because um, we're going to get off it soon enough. Um, but they're saying a lot – they've been tracking the votes for this past midterms, and they're saying that uh, a larger number of white suburban women voted this time around, and they voted Democratic and not Republican. Nice. Um Seem, they're saying that finally women are getting fed up with the bullshit. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. So let's get off politics. I don't want to get into politics. Yeah, thanks. All right. I'm I'm going <laughs> to pat my own back for a second. Well, not really, but uh, Ruthie sent a text and she likes my horsey, cute voice. So I told you that. Maybe adorable. in the end I'll sing Smelly Cat. The only problem is, oh is God, when this it. goes to syndication, we can't legally use it. Yeah. Because it doesn't belong to us. It's a song. Oh, that really? That doesn't. I, I, I would thought, say. Oh. Change the lyrics. Yeah, I don't know. I, Smelly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, where Smelly do you go? Tat. Right? Smelly it's just dog. Smell. sound wrong. Smelly snitch. <laughs> that was bad. Was Luckily, bad. you guys laughed over that joke there. <laughs> oh, I'll hear it in the replay. Yeah, probably. So, I have been a huge, huge fan of a series of books. Um, called the millennium, the millennium trilogy is what they go what they go by. Although what? although they were they were originally slated to have ten books in a series total, but only three of them were written because the author died. Yes. Um. So Stig Larsson, a Swedish yes. author, wrote Stig. the girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who played with fire, and the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Um. Great books. If you've never gone out and read them, I I recovered you those do. for a for an illustrated project um, at Specs. Then Sweden yeah. did a six-part miniseries, TV series, on those books. Uh, each each part was like an hour and a half. Uh, then they turned it into movies. What all they really did was the first cram those six into just three, uh, one oh, movie yeah. for each book. Yep. Each movie was like two hours. So they they cut like th- all three, subtitled. Four hours out of it. And then in the yeah. United States, they made the first one. Well, Numi Rapace did a freaking excellent job as Elizabeth Salander for the with the Swedish version. I think she she kicked ass. She really did. I liked her better. Um, and then then David Fincher did an awesome job with the American remake. I think he did a really really good job. Rooney Mara did a great job with Elizabeth. Um, even I'm not a huge fan fan of Craig. What's his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his, but he did a really good job as Mikhail. Um, I think the movie was really good. Sony, for whatever reason, decided so, that it didn't make enough money. Right, and they didn't finish So them. they had the rights to the movies um, up until, I forget when. It was a while. But um, Stig Larsson died on his laptop after he died, which is the only thing that his girlfriend was allowed to keep of his. He never married his girlfriend because of laws in Sweden or something, said if you got married, she wouldn't – it was – Something about the taxes and all that jazz, and it was just a mess. So he he never decided to marry his girlfriend, which kind of sucked for her because when he died, she got zilch. Right. His dad and his brother took everything. Right. So anyway, she kept the laptop. So she kept the laptop. On his laptop, he had 75% of the fourth book written already. Spiderweb. Um, I don't think that's what he named it, but there was 75% of it was done. And he had an outline for 10 books total. She So well, when the wait dad and brother- Correction, Wings. Spider's Web may be fan fiction. I haven't checked on that. I'll get to that because I've really followed this. <laughs> um, you're like, so well, dad, you're dumb. <laughs> okay. 
So the dad and the Dick. brother went and tried to find an author to continue writing these books since they had the rights to them and yada, yada, yada. So they found another guy, which I wasn't super nuts about the guy they got, only because he refused to talk to the girlfriend or even look at anything that she may have had, which means Stig Larson had 75% of that fucking book written. He's like, here's what he was planning on doing with it. Here's what the plan was where he was planning on taking the characters he was, because here's the outline of 10 books and he ignored all of it. And so he went off and wrote The Girl in the Spider's Web on his own with none of that influence, which I decided to borrow from the library instead of buying because I wasn't going to give this asshole any money. And it wasn't nearly as good as the first three, obviously. But Sony, for whatever damn reason decided that they were going to skip the other two movies and and just jump right to the fourth book, which is that movie just came out over the weekend, last weekend. Ruth and I went to go see it. Uh, going to Spider's Web. New actress. Uh, new actor to play Mikhail. New actors all around. Um, it was okay. All that for it was, it was okay. okay? Yeah, it was just okay. I mean, Sony decided to steer away from what Lisbeth actually was. It wasn't the gritty movie that you saw before. It's more of a female superhero now instead. Um, she always was. But not in, not, not in a Marvel way. And not the way that Sony was trying to portray her out in this movie. Um, I was, that was the disappointing part about it. It wasn't the same Lisbeth as the movies and the books portrayed. They kind of, uh, they killed it, so to speak. Um, which kind of sucks. Cause Thanks, because I haven't that seen just... that movie yet. So that was really good to spend the last half hour. So um, Ruth <laughs> sends first, you're a dork. And second of all, she gave me the ammunition for the new song called Smelly Matt. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if she so, gets that. I shower every day. So I'm going to she's smelling. Ruth Gross, I fucking love you for that ammunition. Thank you. Sweetheart, I miss you. Lunch soon. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I had uh, a topic and then I forgot about it. So, I'm going to look for it real quick. Oh, I have spent now three days with our new baby. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Graham. And thank you. I know, right? For the third time, though. And I am officially banana now. So, it was Nana and then Samantha Brunson. The baby's talking? It's calling you banana? No, if you listen the to other me, Samantha, <laughs> Brent's kid, Brent's little girl, called me banana. She thought it was funny. And so I gave her permission to like use that forever. So whether she will or not, I don't know. I haven't seen her since. But yeah, cute little baby Xander is doing great. Uh, mom cried once, so everything is normal. <laughs> Dad cried once. So he was at home with little Xander for couple hours and then she came back she said i hear the baby crying through the door and i'm like all right no problem she puts her game face on and she walks in the door she's like honey don't worry about it i got it and she grabs the baby stops the crying and then she looks at him to talk to him and he was just like there was nothing i could do mm-hmm. and then he just started crying so everybody's had a breakdown everybody's had there the which is which is super normal because child. if you and if you don't do that and you kind of suck it up too much Eventually, it becomes kind of problematic. So it's good that they've both been vulnerable enough to cry and go, this job is fucking hard. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sleep deprived. And well, yeah, because, I mean, it's only 20 years out of your life. So 
I mean, not for a while, it's like every day, it's terrible. but it's temporary. It's everything's temporary. It's not temporary. It certainly is. I say that all the time when I'm dealing with my kids because it's always a different challenge. Like when they were small, we had to deal with, you know, marker on the wall or crane on the wall. And it was those little things. And then when they got older, the problems got more complicated. Mm -hmm. And even now I'm running my ass off literally crazy. I've given up everything fun that I love to do. I've given up like hanging out with friends or doing that occasional thing. There's just no time for that. Those girls and roller derby and marching band and all the things they are in stage crew now. So they're running the play all weekend long. And it's just everything is so crazy. Mind you, I'm trying to work mad splatter graphics and have a regular job. Um, there's a lot going on. My in-laws were in a car accident. So their car was totaled. We had to oh, like find them a new truck. And so now they're in their new truck. And then Gina had her baby. And then it was just like it's been just nonstop for months and months and months. But I always tell myself it's temporary. So tomorrow I have to be in Mount Clemens, uh, Michigan for their holiday parade and the centerline high school marching band will be doing their last marching band performance of the year which means it's abigail's last marching band performance ever as a senior we're filling out fafsa forms we're filling out college applications and so now i have to be there i don't want to parade it's like a half an hour long and it's in mount clemens takes half an hour to get there (laughs) and so it's a little bit crazy but i say to myself this is temporary and one of these days this stuff right here won't happen anymore and i'll miss miss it it. Mm -hmm. and i'll miss it so when they start driving when cameron can drive herself to roller derby practice i won't have that job anymore i won't be needed for that task and then the older they get the less they need you and the more independent they get if you did it right and so you know when they're babies and when you're crying you say you know what relish this moment because he'll be sleeping all night and you'll get up in the morning and go like you didn't need me for like five hours it's 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 cool because i can enjoy it but you always want to appreciate those times you remember when do you remember when we got up like three times a night you always go back to it. So that's what I tell her. It's temporary. It'll be new problems, but they'll be different, and you'll miss these. So there's my there's my journal entry, and I do it. I've even said that if I make it to like 50, okay, 60, if I live as long as my mom and I get some sort of terminal illness, would I get treatment? Because I really don't have much of a retirement, so I'm going to be stuck in some state-run facility, worst-case scenario. Um, right. And, mm-hmm. and with my luck being as evil and deadly as I am, I'll live to be like 105 and I'll forget everybody. So anybody who comes to visit me, I won't know who they are. That'll be suffering for me. So I would choose no treatment. My job is almost over. I got four years until the girls graduate high school. I get them, you know, to 20 or so. That's my job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only that's real job that ever mattered. So you know, I don't, what, what else is there? There's grandchildren, yes, but they're not mine. Right. So I can't That's say fun. don't name them that because she's going to name them that no matter what she right. wants. So it's like, they're your children. I love them. I'll record a book or they'll have all these podcasts or all downfalls music that's out there. And, you know, I'll, I'll be immortal that way. And like, I'm, I'm obviously a parent, but. I don't want to learn bridge. I, uh, I don't share any of Who those. I know. I don't want to knit scarves. <laughs> I don't. I don't share any of those thoughts or understand exactly where that's coming from, because um, I just don't feel that way. Emotion wise, there's no deta- there's no attachment there. So, sh- you know, like I'm 
Okay. I think it's different for mothers. It could be somewhat. I don't think entirely, though. I don't want. I don't want to put. I don't want to say dads don't have that either. Um, but I don't know because I don't feel it. Um, well, I since think I've it's got the, that detachment, yeah. I don't. I'm not part of that, so I'm always constantly looking from the outside in. Um, and sometimes it, it it's bothersome. Sometimes it hurts to think that I'll never feel that way. I'll never. I'll never get that. Uh, so what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Um, am I am I less of a dad because I don't feel that way? Uh, there's times where Kirsten and I, you know, will will have those talks. And she'll come out and ask me straight up, and I feel like lying to her about, well, do you, you know, do you feel this or do you feel this? And I, I, and I don't lie. I'm like, no, I don't. And and so I can like, see the hurt sometimes, but she knows that I'm, I'm being, I'm being honest. And I'm like, I don't want to lie to you. And it's not personal. I go, either. I don't want to lie to you. Right. Um, I think lying to you is even worse. Um, but some people will probably say no lying you in those situations you don't lie or you do lie. But I don't you know, I don't know. I mean so I hear that it depends. it depends on the emotional, you know, intelligence well, of your child. And you're, yeah, when, she's smart. She'll yeah. see right through your shit. You know. Yeah. That's, and she can in some in some way relate to you. So maybe later on in her life if she's like, Why don't I feel these things? She can go, Okay, no, I understand what this is. And yeah, maybe do I regret that or wish I felt it? Maybe a little, but at least I know it's not just me. At least yeah. I know you know that i'm not broken this is part this is part of a condition that may or may not end up you know uh, reflecting a little bit of who she is who knows also there's the opposite of that of people that react emotionally and overreact emotionally Mm -hmm. which is something that you're you know not built to do which is a positive thing so I mean, there's positive and negative. In there are some people who so. are so empathetic that they, you know, that they can f- literally feel the emotions oh, yeah. of other people. Oh, yeah. Those are empaths. That's, and yes. yes. I've got some friends that are like that. We um, suck up the energy of yeah. other people. If it's a Damaging. negative energy, yeah. 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 Oh, it affects me. And I, that's some people I have to literally just move from. I have to remove myself from them. If something changes, and it grows more than I can go back, but some people have to just physically unplug from, and sometimes situations cause it, and I have to be like, all right, I know what I need to know, and I'm going over here. I'm just going to be on my own. Yeah. I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, sometimes you Some you throw gasoline on it, and you burn it to the ground. Sometimes you don't, and sometimes it changes. Like I said, it repairs itself, and you can, you can plug back in again or whatever, but... Yeah, some people really kind of suck up. And the empathetic part of people, it's really hard kind of sometimes because I can be empathetic, but at the same time, I'm like, what do I have the power to change? Mm. And then there's some empathetic people who are like, poor everybody, poor everything. What can we do? We got to like, you know, and they want to like change the world overnight. And it's like, I can't be around you either because your heart's like bleeding all over me. And that the situation is called for that. So I got to kind of move from that too. But, you know, no, it's absolutely true. People like that. And there are some people who lack any of it. Yeah. I, I, I rekindled a friendship, um, over the last week or so where I know we're getting close to being done here tonight. This isn't going to be a very long story. Um, our friendship (laughs) was severed. That was a good joke. Our friendship was severed, um, because of the 2016 election. Um, and back to politics. It was, Everyone. but not really. I'm going back to it just relationship wise. 
Um, but it was that was the that was the brunt of it. I'm sure a lot of people lost relationships during that time, um, and this was one of them. But I think, and we talked just recently over the phone for like over an hour. It was kind of it was just cool just to be able to reconnect again, um, even though she's still an avid Trump supporter, and I'm totally not. Um, as long as we don't bring that up, we're cool. Right. Um, and that's kind of what it was, you know. And it was funny because as we were talking, she's like, you know, I never wrote you off as a friend. She was, but it was just during that time where she was being ganged up on. She was the one. She was one conservative in a group of liberal friends, and so she always Read felt like room, she, was, she was always felt like she was being attacked, and no one was ever really on her side of things. She probably or even under- was being She attacked. probably was, which, <laughs> which probably says she should have just scrolled. She probably shouldn't have said, "You know what? I got something to say here." Well, no. well, she finally wind, she finally wound up detaching herself entirely from those. She got yeah. went through a divorce and the whole kit and caboodle. Of course, wow. it was, the divorce wasn't because of the whole Trump thing. Oh, okay. But <laughs> you kind of implied that was, it was. I was like, holy crap! That was it. Was a lot more going on there than just that. Um, I don't even think that was the issue with them at all. But anyway, she, she totally detached herself from a lot of that. Um, but it was. It gets down to the point, this is the whole relationship thing. I, I go back to an interview I heard with uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love. And she's written a bunch of other ones, but people, that's the one book that everybody really knows. Um, she went to India and sat down with the yogi. I eat and I mildly like. Does that count? No. Mm-hmm. Um, she went over to India, sat with the yogis, and uh, was learning a lot from them. And one a common thing in Hindu religion is uh, trying to find when his – this is not their religion. This is my take on what they're trying to say. If you're standing in line in a grocery store and you come up to a cashier who's being an absolute bitch, she's just got an attitude that you cannot believe. Um, a lot of times people are either give it right back or they go and complain about her or what do they do? We read both at the same Kroger. But yeah, but holy crap. What in the Hindu religion, and I'm sure this is true for most <laughs> our religions because in, in a way, almost our religions are just the same. Religion. He's emotionally stunted tonight, but, uh, is to well, I just want to get what I, I want to say. And sometimes it's difficult. Um, Tell me about it. So they say to kind of realize that the person is not being personal to you. Whatever they're doing to you or saying to you is not a personal thing. They've either had a rough day, they had someone die in their life, or something happened in their life outside of the job, or maybe even happened during the job mm-hmm. that's given them the attitude that they currently has. Yeah, so it's not personal to mood. you. So you should view it that way. But then to take it a step further and start reflecting that upon yourself. So whenever you get into the position, like when I'm driving in my car and I get pissed off at people who are driving around me because that's really the time I only ever really get mad is the assholes that drive around me. It's understandable. Um, I need to put myself or reflect on myself and say, what's really causing these emotions? Why am I getting so pissed off? Where is this really coming from? Um, and just, not, just one of those things of trying to, you know, if we could all just do that. Well, but do you ever go back then and apologize to the person? Like, all right, in your car when well, you're I'm driving, obviously you can't. Pull no, 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 no. Over, dude. My <laughs> point is, my point is, when you do that over Facebook, when you do that to other people that you know, do you ever go back and go, you know what? I didn't handle that very properly, and I apologize to you because you're my friend. I'm not seceding any of my opinions or the way I think, but the way I handled that was kind of fucked up. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Good, because people need to learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. Go back and go, you know what? I c- All right, 
I get that it have wasn't a problem swallowing their pride. Well, that's my issue because the, because the political divide isn't exactly what's going to break us. It's the fact that you won't recognize how you've hurt me yeah. and come back and tell me. I understand as a member of the female community, the LBG, you know, LGBTQ community, or whatever it is that's different than me. I teach. I I have a very liberal job. Because I give more of myself so that other people can be better. That's kind of the whole point. Mm -hmm. But I'm not teaching them to go fill out welfare papers or get food stamps or be a victim in society's system. I'm teaching them to be independent and to be more conservative. Go do for yourself. You have these tools now. Go earn for yourself. Go be there for your kids. Go do whatever it is, right? Serve your sentence and pay your dues. And then let's move on to something more constructive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the thing. People, it's the fact that they didn't come back and go, I was kind of a dick about that. We are really friends. And this is where I show you I'm really your friend. So there's that. It's they not exactly that. politics. No, no, and that's what I kind of how we rekindled this with It's my more, old you're a good person, and I did that even back when I when we had Vicky here, um, not too long ago with the cancer episode, um, and she's doing great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. she's thriving. I I recalled a conversation I had with her way back, way way back, back when the Red Apple was still open. Oh my God! Um, and all you sophomore people. Yeah, so we got into a nice <laughs> talk on religion. And I'll be God a Southside Street kid until I so die. On. And that was back when I was a real fundamentalist, and I said some pretty stupid things back then. Um, totally pissed her off, and I've gone since then. I've like I, I think I've apologized to her like twelve times in the last twenty odd years that I've known her. And she's like, "Stop apologizing, man." Um, but. I did go back like, oh, I was a complete dick. <laughs> See, and the I good people are the people where you only, <laughs> you only have to say that once and it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's forgotten. But most of my issues are not the issue that caused something. It was reactions, reactions from people. That's where I look to see who you really are. It's not the problem. And I sometimes I apologize profusely as well. Look, you know, and I, I feel bad for going off on people I completely like that. Fucked but it I up. don't I don't take it that way. When be, when I get into any of those arguments anymore or any type of not really sure, it's hard. Yeah, it's like people say stupid things, and I just take them like, yeah, whatever. You're upset, and it doesn't bo- doesn't phase me one bit, not one bit, because I know I'm like, if it's personal, then I don't like you, and I'm not going to talk to you again anyway. Um, yeah, if it hurts me, but I just most turn of the time, around. most of the time, like you know, whatever. I mean, if it, does, do you feel better now? Can we kind of continue the conversation? Yeah. See, it I'm doesn't not, it doesn't really bother me. I don't know. Anyway, um, but that's you know. Me and my detachment, I can write off any relationship. And and, and I'm really good at goodbyes too, but it's it does it comes at a price. It it always comes at a price, which is why if I love you, I will express that, also, and you will know that you're I care also a very, very much for you. Person, very much I'm so. Not. So I just so got to turn around and I and I go through that grieving process, just like I was at a funeral, and then I move on. It just wasn't people come and go all the time. That's fine. It's not just always like easy, but it's fine. <laughs> Obviously, she's multitasking. But no, it's you know, it's, it's trying to bring you into the conversation. Man. It's really great, and it's kind of the here. whole point of punk wisdom is that we just want to learn how to be better people, understand things that maybe we don't know a whole lot about, gripe our gripes, and give ourselves a little bit of cathartic, 
you know, therapy or whatever and just put it out there. Who knows? I mean, I've said some dumb shit since this since this show started. If somebody <laughs> wanted to really kind of rally against me, I'm sure they could find the ammunition they're looking for. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I hold doors for people. You know, yes, I see color, but I see color in a way that I appreciate because you have things that you can teach me and I have things I can teach you and that's how you make the world a better place. Yeah. So it is that time and we have spent it all yet again. So a little bit into our year number two. A little bit. Um, on behalf of Matt and Jessica and myself, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Punk Wisdom. I think we're Punk Wisdom family. You can probably find us on we Twitter a, just by searching. We Punk do have Wisdom. a shop now button on our Facebook page for those of you who just want to throw a couple bucks our way to keep this on the air because we do. I do pay for this every time. And and you know, eh, Matt's Splatter Graphics just got it gets a little eh. a sublimation printer. So we're gonna do some beer koozies. We're gonna do some cool. uh, kind of uh, license plate frames. I'm gonna make one for our cars, and uh, yeah, we'll handle it that way. We'll we'll add a little bit of merch um, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, mouse pads and kind of crap like that. So, cool. because yes, there are digital mouses and you don't need them, digital but you mices. really still do. Seriously, you, mouses just don't work right mices. without a mouse pad. I know. Mises. Mises. We hate Mises to pieces. Mises. So yeah. So on behalf of us at Punk <laughs> at Punk Wisdom every other Friday night at seven, uh, and we'll see you in two weeks.